So good morning, everyone. You know the drill. I am recording for my podcast. I am Carrie Little, the host of Coffee with Carrie and the blogger on smartgirlmedia.com. I am also the designated managing broker of Caremark Realty Group in Illinois. And I want to say thank you for joining me. Thank you, New Jersey. Thank you. Oh, I see Mina said that's why Vegas traffic was light. Hey, Jennifer. And um, and Ebony, you know, Ebony, I always want to call you the peach of peach tree because that's what your name says. So I have to think every time I see that. Ohio in the house. So we got Kelly early in the morning. All right. So let's do this. I, so here's my story. You know, I always got a story. So <clears throat> not too long ago, I had a scenario where in, um, I got to think about how I say this. An agent um, was looking for paperwork. Can you guys hear my husband? Like, can you hear him crackling paper? Um, so an agent couldn't find paperwork. And, you know, I always say, well, if you're using DocuSign or DotLoop, you can find your paperwork. And the statement was, oh, well, I delete all of my documents out of DocuSign. Now, DocuSign.com, because you can delete documents. The cool thing about .loop is they don't let you delete anything. You can only archive it. And I was like, well, why would, why would you delete documents? And I was like, am I not training folks right? Am I not teaching this right? And I thought, this is the life of an entrepreneur. These are things you should know, even if you're not an entrepreneur, because if you file taxes every year, you have to keep documents for so many years. And I know it's different in every state. In Illinois license law, you must hold on to your documents for five years. But there's also a rule for the IRS, and you must keep your documents for five years. You don't just get rid of things because you're cleaning up or because you like to have a clean desk, right? So I was like, there's a disconnect. And as an entrepreneur, you need to know how to keep these documents. And I even posted in our workplace, and I don't even know if the agents went and saw my answer. My question was, and this is different in every state. My question was, whose job is it to keep documents? Is it, um, first I said, do you have to keep them for five years, seven years, two years? And wait a minute, it doesn't even matter because it's the brokerage's job to keep the documents. And I was absolutely amazed at some of the, the, the responses. And so this morning, bright and early, I, or last night I made an, um, I, I gave my answer. And then this morning I updated the answer. So in the state of Illinois, the, the contractor, the 1099 contractor and the, re, and the brokerage is, res, is responsible for keeping the documents. So here's the other story. I worked for a big box brokerage for 16 years. Some of you know where that is. So, um, hey, Mark, you want to just join me? Mark? Oh, okay. I just thought you, you wanted to come join me. I thought Mark was going to come join me. So um, there was a point, and I got to think about this well. So I was working for a builder, and the builder decided to have a situation with the city. And so my, this is back when we weren't really keeping anything in, in dot loop or DocuSign, like 2006 or seven. And I had two title folders like this thick. I might've had three. And the brokerage got a notice from maybe an attorney. And I was asked to turn in all of my files. Now at, in Illinois, let me tell you. So in, in, in all of you, you should be writing this down. And I will put my notes in, in my bio. 
and, um, and I'll give you an option to swipe up in my stories um, so you can actually get my notes. So here's what I want you to write down. Uh, near your page 140, you should probably be around 170 by now. You might even need a new notebook, right? So you need to know that as a real estate agent or as a brokerage, as a brokerage, I have to have the exclusive right to sell for a listing, the exclusive agency agreement. We have to have disclosures and we might have to have the residential disclosure, the lead-based paint and the radon in Illinois. And I know every state has different documents. In addition to that, the, the agent is required to give the lead-based paint brochure and the radon brochure. You could also give the equal housing information and you could also give the residential disclosure information and the fair housing information. But we're required to have the agency agreement and the disclosures and any other documents to put the property in the multiple listing service like the private status document. So that's what I need. And you can't get paid unless I have it. In addition to the fact that I want a transaction sheet from you, a closing statement. Oh, I we also have to have the closing statement. We have to have the earnest money check. We have to have proof that it was received. So there's all, so I have a full checklist. So all of you, I don't care what state you're in, write down, as an entrepreneur, I need all of these documents and your companies want all of those documents. But here's what agents don't give us all the time is we might not see the inspection report. We might not see, now we also have to have any changes in, in the contract from maybe attorneys or any addendums. But sometimes agents might not put in, say, letters of correspondence from the attorneys in dot loop or DocuSign Rooms or in Paperless Pipeline or in Google Drive or in um, Dropbox. So knowing this, if um, agents can be audited as well, and it could be different in every state. Um, so it could be different in every state. Uh, so hold on. Um, so anyway, if it's, if it, if you're required to have all of the documents I mentioned in the state of Illinois, what happens if you're audited? Now it's a guarantee. If you open up a company today, guaranteed you're getting audited by IDFPR, by the department of regulations, the department, right? You are guaranteed to be audited. But what real estate agents don't know, um, Mina, there is no checklist. That's my company checklist. You have to you have to work with your own brokerage to get your own checklist. The Department of Regulations, it's in for us. It's in the in the license law, which is hundred. You know, it's, there are many pages, and so this is where um, agents have to learn how to learn and read. Now, most of bro most of the brokerages you work with have their own checklist. So I know it sounds crazy, but we have to build those checklists. Okay, so what about the buyer agreement when we work with buyers? So, okay, so on the flip side, if you were working with a buyer or a tenant, because if you're listing property, it's usually all the same documents, um, but there could be more. So you have to have your buyer agreement. In the state of Illinois, if you're not doing exclusive, you must, first of all, I think everyone should give the, the consumer's guide to agency, which is a brochure. That's so you can explain agency because I can guarantee you most of you are not explaining it. So you need the consumer's guide to agency. You need your agency agreement. You need all of the disclosures. You need the fully executed contract. Oh man, we could go off on a tangent on that. And look, I haven't even gotten to my notes. So, um, and you need, uh, you need proof that the, that you, uh, that you gave the agency agreement to the buyer, right? Just to confirm. And, and this is a question in the feed. 
Just to confirm, an agent and the managing broker should have a copy of the full file from beginning to end. Yes. And I think that's Bishop. I don't have my glasses on. So absolutely, the agent and the brokerage needs to have a copy. And here, and, and as I go down my list, I know one of these is, this is what I usually say is, what if the company folds? And my other question is, is what if you're, who does the buyer or the seller call when they want a document? They typically call the agent. If they can't get the agent, then they go to the brokerage. So we, we always have to have a copy. And, and I don't know, every state is different, but in Illinois, it is required that you give your documents, the documents to your buyer or your seller or your tenant or your landlord or the client within 24 hours of execution. How many of you are doing that? And wait a minute, and here's a really good story and then I'll get into my topic. Yeah, compliance uh, department is needed, right? Hey, you wanna come work for me? So, um, and then we're, so then we'll get into the entrepreneur life because this is, we just got into the basics, right? Uh, so I gotta think, now I just lost my train of thought. Oh my gosh. So, um, so anyway, I'll, I'll come back to whatever that thought was. So first things first, here we go. Many like to build businesses around a photo. Hey, I'm in business, a company name and a business card, right? You get all these ideas. My husband, I swear, was going to uh, he had an email called show me the money at yahoo.com. People, that's what they like to do. They like to start with, I'm going to go get a photo. Listen, and all of you don't, don't get mad at me. You get your license and I need a photo shoot. You do need a photo shoot. Some of you have some really raggedy photos. I'm not looking. I'm just saying, right? Look, Sheena told me, Carrie, you need some Spanx on. Listen, I, I'm never getting offended anymore if one of my girlfriends tells me, mm, Carrie, why? Because I don't want to be out here looking crazy and we're in the real estate arena. And so I'm, I'm like, I'm okay, great. Because, you know, my butt moves when I walk. So anyway, I digress. Um, the Consumer's Guide to Agency is an Illinois document, but all of you should go to your state association and your local association and maybe your MLS because those your state associations minus maybe one state that I can think of right now, may or may not be as savvy. In the state of Illinois, I can get an independent contractor agreement layout. I can get a company policy agreement layout. Our state is fabulous. So if you don't, so go look up your agency documents. It is different in every state. All right, so here we go. We need a photo. We need a company name and a business card, right? Top producer realty. I'm in, right? I need a logo. I should have added that. I need a photo, a company name, and a business card and a logo. And then you go out here and you try to market yourself without the company and you wonder why you got a code of ethics. Fine. You guys just got put into my truck because my husband turned the truck on. So let me say that again. So you want a photo, a company name, you, right, you need a photo shoot, you need... Um, you want a logo and a business card, and then you're marketing yourself out here without the sponsoring brokerage, and you wonder why you got a code of ethics fine, right? All right, so that's not how this works. That is, this is not how business works. Now, I am not saying that you shouldn't have a logo. I am not saying you shouldn't have a photo shoot. I am not saying you shouldn't have a business card. That's not where I'm, what I'm saying. I am saying that step back because you probably need to start with a business plan. 
So when you own a business, yes, you own a business as an independent contractor. There are always, you know, the IRS, um, it could be the Department of Justice. They're always trying to come in to figure out how they can make us regular employees. There wouldn't be a lot of real estate agents by the time we got done. But anyway, so as an independent contractor, you own a business. You must run a business like a business. Get out your new agent journal. If you haven't gotten the journal, go to my bio. I am around and it's on Amazon. It's like 10 bucks. Buy one for you and three other realtor friends. And then um, you can take notes around page 140 on you're running a business. So I get, I get it. As a broker owner, we want you to get out. We want you to get, you got to find listings. The, the day you, if you, if you come with, come to me, if you do what I tell you to do, you can generate a lead the first week. If you do what I tell you to do. Most real estate agents don't realize they quit a 40 hour a week job to now work 80 hours a week. This, the hustle is real. So yes, we want you to get out there and find listings and buyers and close those deals. But if you don't have or learn basic business skills, it could be the way you lose your business and your license or end up working at a real job. Do you think the photo shoot, the corporate suit is dated? Let me say this, Yolanda, this is what I would do. I would take some fun photos. I would take real life photos and I would take the, the business suit photo. I would, you know, when I started and was at Baird Warner in 2001, they made all of us take professional photos. And let me tell you, when I find my first photo, I was, I think I borrowed my twin sister's suit at the time, this brown tan suit, man, if we could find that suit, we probably couldn't get one leg in that suit. Um, so I do, I recommend a professional suit, but I also, you know, ladies, a cute dress, right? I also recommend you in, you know, a nice outfit. Like people need to see that we're beyond just the suit. So I think, uh, you know, that's why I love that I hired Nicey because we do a photo shoot every month and you get to see the human side. You, if you saw me in that outfit, in that jean outfit, that was way out of my comfort zone. Yolanda, and, and I don't know what they're doing with your photo shoot, but I'm going to tell you, I over bring clothes. I bring way too many clothes. So then I can say, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And I don't know what the photo photographer has allowed but I love Nicey because she's like, I'm like, I have another dress. She was like, okay, put it on, let's see. And, and we use every outfit this time. So yeah. Okay, so here we go. In no specific order, in no specific order. And if you're just joining me, invite a few friends. You need a business plan. And sometimes when you hear business plan, you think 40 page document. Now I recently did a VIP session with a brand company and I was like, who this is a lot of work. I even wrote a digital marketing practicum for Columbia University for the NAR undergrad program. And I, let me tell you, if anybody takes that class, when they get done, they're gonna have a 40 page digital marketing plan. So I get it, you will feel overwhelmed. What I'll do for you today is I'm going to give you my basic one or two page business strategy. It's just two pages. Like how much money do you wanna make? How many deals do you need to close? I'm just gonna give you the basics. And if you fill that out, then you need to, then you'll figure out how much you need to work. And, and in addition to that, you need a resume and a, an elevator speech. And it doesn't have to be an elevator speech, but Ebony, if I called you and I was like, so Ebony, or we were on the elevator, right? That's why they call it the elevator speech. Or if we were at an event and they were like, so what do you do? Um, you know what? That's a great question. I'm, I'm in the real estate industry and my specialty is, is I work with investors 
And I actually am not only do I work with investors, I'm a, I am an investor. I flip houses and I determine if you should live in it, flip it or rent it out. And I am an actual wholesaler. And then just stop talking. And then just say, you know, I really appreciate you asking. So what do you do? Like go into figure out who they are because when people get to talk a lot, then they, people like to hear themselves talk. So you need that, that you need to be able to say that quickly. Ebony, you like that? I got that. I know what you do. Um, and then the, the other one is, is, so you need a business plan. I will add that to my notes today. Should you incorporate as a 1099? Should you incorporate? So this is where I, I'm like now, and I'm going to skip around. Now you need to work with a tax preparer, an accountant, a bookkeeper, and an attorney. So the question is, should you incorporate? I could tell you what I would do. In the state of Illinois, as of today, you can incorporate, but here's what you can't do. If I incorporate and I come up with my own LLC, I can be Carrie Little, Carrie Little, LLC. And my brokerage can pay me through that LLC. But what I cannot do is receive income from another entity. So I, can know, I cannot receive um, income to speak. I can't receive income for t-shirt sales. It is only for the, your, the business of receiving income from the brokerage. Now, I'm just going to also say, if you are in Illinois, do your research, but I did talk to, um, I won't say who I talked to, but go do your research, go to the, how about this, show up for the Illinois Realtor business meetings and listen to the attorney. I'll say it like that. Because then, if, so in Illinois, because I'm saying, do, should you incorporate? If you hire an admin in the state of Illinois and they are not licensed, they could be licensed and their license is in holding, you can pay them out of that LLC. But the moment someone gets licensed, now life of an entrepreneur, and you want them on your team, the, my brokerage would have to pay them or your brokerage would have to pay them in Illinois. And we know folks are doing this all wrong. So this is why you have to learn how to earn the business of doing the real estate business. So should you incorporate? I never incorporated when I was at Baird and Warner. I just got a 1099. And then my, I, I worked with my accountant. So there you go. Do you, here, this is a big one. Do you know how to be an admin? Can you even put together a letter? Let me tell you. Um, do you, so when I say, do you know how to write a letter? And some, here's another story. Back in the 90s, I got a job based on my identical twin sister skills at a company called Kassane Business Systems. At the time, when before I got hired, I worked for a company called Sears Roebuck and Company in custom decorating. In custom decorating, I was the person that sat down at a desk with a real pen and I filled in all of the information for your curtains and your draperies and your cornice boards and all of those stuff, all that stuff. Pleated shades, right, Roman shades, shall I go on, I can decorate your house. I couldn't type a lick. So when I went on that interview, I was in the process of getting learning how to type at a local community college. I am so glad I didn't take it in high school because Mina had to learn on an IBM Selectric and I couldn't know. I because of her, she didn't take the job because she was already somewhere else. She, she was a temp and that's why they she was like, I have a twin. And so they interviewed me. They didn't even interview me. They just hired me and they thought I was her. So I had to learn on the fly how to write a letter how to use Microsoft Excel. I had to learn all of that. So my question is, is do you know how to do admin work? Because as an entrepreneur, you are the janitor, you are the admin, you are the transaction coordinator, you are compliance, you are 
accounting, you are the bookkeeper, you are the digital marketing, you are the social media expert, right? You are the person commenting, the social responder, that's a thing. You're the social responder, right? You are the lead generator. You are all of it. So as an entrepreneur, you need to be able to, you need to know that you have, you have to do all of this, right? One of the best books I ever read was, oh, I should go put this in my Amazon influencer uh, cart. You, everyone should read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Listen to it in your car because he, you eventually figure out everything you've learned up to this point you can use in your business. So because I was an admin and I became a really good admin, man, I learned how to do bookkeeping. I knew how to do accounts payable, receivables. Oh, by the way, your accounts payable and receivable. How many of you actually double check your commission check when you get it? How many, because at Caremark, you have to do your own commission statements, although Broker Sumo will do them for you, but I don't know if, um, I don't know if, if agents know that because I keep telling them, but I think they're still using my, my Google sheet. Right, back in the day. So I used to, and here's what else I can do. I can edit television because of Wheaton Christian Center. I, um, so everything you've learned up to this point, I am an expert at customer service because when I worked for Sears, um, I dealt with people that had kids that would spit on the floor. So when I said do admin work, you need to know how to write a letter. You need to know how to create labels. You need to know how to compose an email. How many of you actually know how to compose an email where it's not just, hey, thanks. How many of you even in your subject line put in what the subject is? How many in dot loop and DocuSign and paperless pipeline do you put in the subject? Or are we trying to figure out what in the world you're sending us? Like this is the life of an entrepreneur. Right. I you double check, count your money, right? Count the coins. Um, who is responsible for keeping records? I told talked to you about that. Are you organized? Full disclosure, I am not organized unless I have my own office. Like, right, I mean, literally, this is my own space. I do have a filing cabinet. And if it doesn't go in the file, it is guaranteed to be lost. I told Mark I have a few trays I need to go through this weekend. We were gonna try to skip out of town. Oh, that's right, Nordstrom. Welcome to Nordstrom. How may, may I serve you today, right? Thank you for calling Nordstrom. How may I help you? Like Mina and I both worked at Nordstrom. It was her first and I worked at Nordstrom. You know how to treat people well because there was nothing like a husband coming in on Christmas Eve, like, what should I buy? Oh, tell me about your wife. Like you learn how to have conversations, you know, and you might say your wife, but it could have been for his girlfriend for all you know, not the wife. Your job was to pair everything. So it was, oh, yes, this necklace. But let me show you this bracelet. Oh, you know what? Are her ears pierced? They're, they aren't. Well, let me show you the clip-ons. Like, your job is to manage the entire transaction. Did I sell you? Did I get you the necklace, the bracelet, and the earrings? Maybe there's a Tiffany. Maybe there's something from Tiffany. Somebody needs to go send Mark a DM and say, Carrie wants a Tiffany iPhone uh, wristband. Right. Oh, 15 years hospitality trainer. You are you are a connector. First of all, you don't even have to do the business. Go just go get someone else to do all your work because all you need to do is show houses and get the deals done. Right. And let's get the outfit to match. Let me move you over here to this different this other department. Right. All right. Look, and I haven't even gotten to like number six. Um, you must know license law. Ignorance is not bliss. 
It is not. I do. Listen, I know I talked to someone recently and she was like, oh, yeah, Carrie, I'm, I'm turning you in. I am turning you in if you do something wrong. And I was like, I just don't have time for that. But this was a top producing agent in another state. She was like, I'm sick of these agents out here violating the code of ethics. Folks are turning you in for the code of ethics and license law. Did I have I ever turned someone in? Wouldn't you like to know? Yes, I have. And it was someone that wasn't licensed. I don't know if they got a $25,000 fine or not, but here's where you messed up. You took one of our listings and you tried to start marketing it as a wholesale. And the seller found it first. Then we saw it on LinkedIn because they found it in a private group because the partner was in the private group. And so I sent it over to the Department of Regulations, called a friend. I'm like, what do I do? Just go to um, go Google, report someone. Man, that form up came, came, it came up quick. And then I got an email back the next day and the, the file looked so um, formal that it made me nervous. Doing business in the state of Illinois without a license is a $25,000 fine. Listen, I don't have time to tell on all of you, but they messed up when they came after our stuff. All right. You all, and, and when I say you need to know license law, this is why I even tell, train my agents, go to the NAR legislative meetings, go to your state meetings. Every year your state has lobby day. They teach you something new. Our state always has our um, legal staff. They do the legal update. And then you get to hear, oh, that changed. Oh, I'm doing that. Oh, I'm walking through listings on Saturday and Sunday and Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I'm videotaping someone else's listing. First of all, I want all of you to know you heard it from me. Don't tell, listen, I'm not telling on you, but it is a violation of the code of ethics to videotape someone else's property while you're in it, outside of it, without permission. Just go get permission. Yes. Roshanta, yes. Professional Standards Committee member. You, you will change your whole business by getting involved. There you go. Okay, here we go. You got to be able to get up, get dressed, and get out the door. You got to, you have to be, you are now the person that has to set your schedule, right? We are self we are a self-policing organization. Brad, right, we must, um, we need to report agents. Like, but Brad, you know, there, are, now let me say this. I have gone after commissions. I, um, I know a lot of agents and I, Marky Lemons called me once. She was like, Carrie, you need to get your girl because your girl is going to get a, an antitrust um, violation. And antitrust is not covered in E&O, Arizona Omissions Insurance. And so I was like, you saw it. I didn't see it. She was like, well, here it is. You saw it. Call her because she's your friend. Like there are times when I have reached out, but <clears throat> I've had managing brokers reach out to me and say, hey, Carrie, can you talk to my agent? I'm like, no, I don't know your agent. I'm, I already am the mother to my agents. And they're like, Carrie, whoo. Yolanda, type that question in the Q&A because I need the full context. Type, type that in the, in the question mark at the bottom. Okay, you have to, here we go, as an entrepreneur, this doesn't even, if you're not even in real estate, you have to have the ability to work without a paycheck. Can you focus without a paycheck? Can you focus without a paycheck? Because some of us, like me, I didn't have a whole lot of money when I started. Does that... So back to the story of you can't videotape. If you can't videotape, you can't take photos. You do not. It is the exclusive right of the listing brokerage to market the property. Let me say this again. 
You cannot videotape, take photos, take selfies, can't do anything. You, We've heard of agents going to your luxury listings and doing full photo shoots. Oh my gosh, are you trying to get shot? Really? So anyway, um, you cannot take photos or video without permission. I gave you the answer in an email, in a text, get permission. Hey, love your listing. Do you mind if I videotape in my stories? Goes away in 24 hours in your kitchen. I want to just tell everybody that this is an awesome property. And someone might say yes. So let me say it again. You cannot videotape inside of a listing. You cannot take a photo of a listing, not the interior of the listing. And you cannot do video in a, at an inspection. I see everybody do it. And my agents know, because I've done it. I did it in the office meeting. I said, I'm not, I'm not policing you anymore. I am allowing you to get a code of ethics violation. And I promise you, you're being watched. I promise you, you're being watched. Okay, I digress. So I just said, you have to have the ability as an entrepreneur to work without a paycheck. Can you focus without a paycheck? Now, um, do you have self-confidence? Do you have self-confidence? Do you know who you are? Are you nervous every time you go to an appointment? I am still, still today, but I know the data, so I don't deal with emotion. And as a real estate agent, you have to learn how to, real estate agent or any business, you have to, now you, I do believe there's a, a new strategy with negotiation that everyone should have. I do believe you should get to know people because you will negotiate better, but I also can be emotionally removed when it comes to negotiation on behalf of my clients, because it's my job to get what they ask me for. Okay. And you have to know how to um, do what your client wants legally. Like if your clients say they want multiple offers, you coach them through what that's like. You could lose some offers, but in this market, you're going to get multiple offers. This is why I don't take videos, photos, et cetera, with my buyers, right? With uh, smart homes, we need to be careful about talking during a showing. Yes, Yolanda. And so that's a good point. And, and, and first of all, if you have smart homes, like we, our house is somewhat smart. I can turn lights on and off. I can, um, we can open the garage from a remote. We have a, you know, we have the ring doorbell. If you get too close to our house, the camera starts recording, the lights come on, the garage light, interior light comes on. Like we are scaring everybody from trying to break in. So, but when it comes to recordings, it is illegal to record anyone walking through your home. So as a seller, you're supposed to put something in the property that says we have audio recording devices in the home. And as a buyer's agent, you should say to your clients, don't react, don't smile, don't laugh, don't, oh, don't go in and go, oh my gosh, I got to have it. Because there are, you know, even if they're not recording audio and they can see you. Yeah. And let me tell you this, you need to train your buyers. I, I like to train my buyers and say this, when we go into the house, we stay together. We all stay in the same room together because I had an agent call me and say, hey, Carrie, my seller just called me and said, why are they opening the kitchen drawers? Like you almost have to tell your sellers, we are opening the kitchen drawers. We're opening the fridge. Like we're not opening your bedroom for, you know, drawers, but we want to see the cabinets. Like that's going to stay with the house. And we want to see if you have cat hair at the bottom of the refrigerator. Cause we want to know if you're nasty. Yeah. I learned that from another agent. People judge you based on all of that. All right. You guys are getting me way off topic. All right. So self-confidence, do you know who you are? You got to have confidence. So you got to learn, you got to be able to, you, you have to be able to explain information. 
And you got to keep learning because once you know data, once you know the market, then you have confidence. You have to become a problem solver, a figure it out person, right, Mina? The, the next generation, they're the figure it out generation. So you have to learn how to figure out how to figure it out. So I, and agents, when my agents, so we do a uh, weekly office hours where I answer questions and I'll get, you know, I'm a, I can think through things and I can talk you off a ledge. There's always a solution. And here's my best tip for everyone. You are going to have a seller that is pissed at you. You are going to have a buyer. You're going to have another agent. Go watch that movie, Roadhouse. It's old from 1989 with Patrick Swayze. And when he can went to take over that bar, it's, it's kind of an old, it's an old movie, but it's a good movie. And he came to take over the bar to help them um, keep people from fighting. And he said, when someone comes in and they do something you don't like, you be nice. You, when you walk them out, you're nice. That's what we need to learn how to do as real estate agents. Because when we become irritated and nasty, we know on the other end of the deal. And I promise you, the person, we like to judge people for how they look. We treat poorly people poorly because of how they look. Sometimes we treat people poorly because they showed up at a showing in stretch pants and a sweatshirt. Take a moment because you don't know who that person is. And, and the buyers might show up in a baseball cap. Treat everyone the same and be nice. You got a problem solved. So and when I say problem solve, if you call me and you're like, here, I got this situation. I'm getting a code of ethics fine. I'm like, okay, let's talk it through. It is what it is. Let's talk about it. Let me coach you through how we're going to do this. And I, I have an attorney friend I can call today and, and, and right out the gate, she's like, Carrie, matter of fact, it's just the facts. Okay. Learn how to ask the right questions. Even if it's not, this was from my sister, because we were talking about this. Even if it's not the right question, you need to keep asking questions to get to the right question. You can use this as a, in a listing appointment, as an entrepreneur, even if you're not in real estate, if you're a loan officer, you have to learn how to ask the right questions. And I was talking to a loan officer a couple of nights ago, and we were talking about the frustrations of if you, I, I gave you all the information, what's the problem? And I said, you get, we said, I said, well, if you gave the buyer all the information and they're not getting it, what we do every day as real estate agents is we do real estate every day, right? If I worked at McDonald's and I was folding burgers and wrappers all day, I got it pat. I know how to do this. I know how. But now I got to bring someone in and train them. They don't know how. So as real estate agents, we're in transactions every single day. But the buyer and the seller is not. So as, when we were talking about this, I said, if they're not getting it, take a second. If someone is telling you or they're frustrated, step back and say, you know what? Am I, am I not saying this correctly? Am I, how can I say this differently so you understand? So it goes back, goes back to problem solving and learning how to ask the right questions. It goes back to problem solving and asking the right questions. So I'm, I'm, I'm sharing this with an agent who just tried to call me. Okay. Um, yeah, you can still make a Whopper with cheese cut in half off the, bro off the broiler cut in half. Okay. You have to be a connector. So here's what, and I'm just going to shout out Sheena Baker. Um, I'm a connector. Marky Lemons is a connector. Here's what you must realize. Ebony is a connector. Uh, Jennifer Houston is a connector, both from Georgia. Um, so what, I, what do I mean by connector? Um, Mina, what's that book by Malcolm Gladwell? Um, and he talked about being a connector. 
when you are someone uh, that's a connector, like for example, if, um, so Dominique, if DJ said to me, hey, Carrie, I'm looking for this, this, and this, I, I, all I'm doing is she's saying she needs an inspector. I'm going to give her an inspector. If she calls me, she needs a loan officer. I refer her to a loan officer. And I might, and I might say, hey, I just want to let you know to the loan officer, I referred uh, DJ to you. Okay, great. And then if someone calls me, like I have an attorney I have never used, but I always refer business to her because she answers my questions. Okay, the book is called The Tipping Point. When you become a connector, you become the go-to person and you become the person that people will eventually hire and will send you business. So I had someone, and a lot of people don't know, I check, um, I was checking Mark's Facebook business page all the time. And a loan officer reached out to him and I responded with, I said, Mark, you want to meet, meet with this loan officer? And he was like, sure. And I was like, I don't have time for this. And so this loan officer came to the office, met with Mark, and she was dressed casual. She was dressed casually. And I was thinking, I don't even know if I would hire her. Here I am judging her for how she was dressed. Let me tell you about this loan officer. This loan officer said, Mark, so many deals. She found him a flip where he got the deal of a lifetime. He, Mark is working with everybody because of this loan officer to the point where this loan officer is now working more with a few other agents in our office because Mark is really focused on flipping right now. My point is, Sometimes you got to take that cup of coffee. Sometimes when, you know, we always think it's about us. This is why you join Women's Council of Realtors and shout out to the, the Atlanta uh, network. If you're, not a, if you're in Atlanta and you're not a member of that network, you need to be a member because I am coming to Atlanta. Uh, Ebony, type in, the, um, type in the date. I am coming to Atlanta. I, listen, so far, this is my first road trip. I am coming to Georgia to the Atlanta Women's Council Network. <clears throat> I'm telling you now. So everybody blow up. It's, she is the peach of peach tree, Ebony. Blow up her DM. She is the president of Women's Council and ask her how you can get tickets. There you go. August 16th, I'm, I'm coming in. I'm, I'm coming in town. And then we're all coming back to Chicago. Okay, so I, you have to be a connector. And it can't be about, so what the great thing about Women's Council, a lot of affiliates come in because they think the real estate agent is gonna give them everything, no. If you, if you are a loan officer listening, if you are an inspector listening, if you are an attorney listening, real estate agents, do you know how many people we employ? Some of you should get your, take out your fingers, right? Right? Count on your fingers. We employ attorneys. We employ title companies. We employ inspectors. We, we employ landscapers. We, um, who else do we employ? We employ the other agent on the other end of the deal. Everybody's getting paid, Right. We employ general contractors. We employ radon companies. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. We, oh, the appraisal company, right. We employ the, um, the processor. We employ the underwriter. And I'm just at 10. I am just at 10. Right. So it, we, we want to give you our business, but we also want you to come on, feed us every once in a while. Oh, stagers, right. Stagers, pest inspections, absolutely. We also employ the companies we buy our marketing from, right? I mean, like we employ a whole lot of folks. The concrete person putting in the patio, the person that has to do the radon mitigation, 
the movers, oh man, the packers for the movers. How about the relocation companies? And then they take all your money. Okay, anyway. Now, so I said be a connector. So there, there's enough business for all of us. Um, uh, so there's enough business for everyone. Today is the first day of your career. So who do you choose to be, right? So as an entrepreneur, who do you choose to be as an entrepreneur? We watch everyone. Let me tell you, Georgia, you guys make us all step up to the plate because we want to be you. But let me say this. Who do you want to be as an entrepreneur? Maybe some of you have part-time jobs, full-time jobs, and then one day you want to transition into the real estate industry, right? Oh, you, um, yeah, one day you want to transition full-time, you have to figure out, who, you know, who do you want to be as, a, as an entrepreneur? And let me say this. Some of you just got into the business because you think it's a quick hustle. There's a lot of work. And when you figure out that you should provide more value than the average real estate agent, you will always have a job. It is the people that figure out that you can come up with your own box kit. You could come up with, you know, high-end gifts like this. I mean, and this was not that expensive. I think maybe I got two mugs for 60 bucks. And I get it. Some of you are like, who Carrie? I don't even have the budget for that yet. Stay out of the Dunkin' Donuts. Where, what, what coffee shops do you have? Starbucks. Save your money so you can give the nicer gifts to your clients, right? You got the Cutco. You, you know, it could be as simple as a gift card. Like think, what can you do better than the average agent? Like, what are you, you know, when you, um, are you, um, I have an attorney, like she gives like labels for packing. Like you might even, you know, I haven't heard of anybody do this. Go buy like 10 bins from Walmart or TJ, Ma not TJ Maxx, from Target or from Menards or Lowe's or the Home Depot, the Home Depot and bring bins over and say here this is so now that you've listed with me this is for every room go buy those flat bins one for every kid so at the end of the night throw everything in here and push it under the bed like what can you do to provide value hire the stager collaborate with a stager like come up with a whole an entire concierge product concierge concierge product like think dollar tree let me tell you dollar tree i have and if you came to my house, you'd be like, who care? You do not live what you what you what you're talking about. That's because I just need I need a pepper pots. But when I have time, I can it, it gets hooked up like it's like folding your towels in the closet. So when I go to a new listing appointment, assuming I'm listing your house, right? When you go into the linen closet, some of you are like, "Ooh, what's going on here? Some of you just need to go in there, get a construction bag and get rid of everything. If the house is vacant. Now, you could probably go to TJ Maxx, Ross, or Walmart and get better towels than the Dollar Tree, but what you can do in the Dollar Tree is you can get clear canisters, you can fill them with pasta from the Dollar Tree, you can get, um, you know, place settings for the counters in the kitchen, you can go to Ross and get boss water, like you can decorate, you know, stage a kitchen with, with hardly no money at all, right. I'm making you think, right? We can think. Let me tell you something now that I said it, thinking outside of the box. Some of you buy high-end items, right? Let me tell you, I've got one, we'll say one Louis Vuitton purse because, you know, they're expensive. But when Mark gave it to me, I'm like, where's the bag? I need the bag. I need the box. You Do any of you have Mac computers, right? Keep that stuff in a bin. So if you ever have to stage a house, you can, um, if you have a desk, like you could literally 
put your, your Mac box in the closet. You can put your Louis Vuitton bag. It might come up missing though. So you can just, you know, get the Nordstrom bag, stuff it with paper. Like you can decorate, you can decorate. You can decorate. So, okay. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I got somebody asking me questions. I'll get to her in a second. Okay, here we go. Um, I talked about knowing how to compose a letter. I, you have to learn how to follow up well. If you've missed some of my lives on working with sellers, like there are all these set steps and you can make the steps better than what I did. You can go, listen. Okay, you know, I can't see this. Uh, is it Mal knows Chicago? Mal knows Chicago. Th let me tell you, every time I have a new agent, I, I give you the first six weeks in real estate. I want you to go show houses that are vacant and you in our MLS, you can say yes or no for vacant because don't go showing houses that are vacant or not vacant and make people leave. Don't do that. But everyone should go look at new construction every week. And I like that. Mel knows Chicago said, you can just go redo what they did. They have decorators that come in. I have there. Listen, I got two chairs in my office and in a heartbeat, I will take these chairs out of my office and put them in somebody's vacant house. I have a bistro table for a kitchen that can't really have a table. We are staging this house. I, I can come into your house and tell you everything I need you to take out because you're moving and everything I need you to leave. I had an owner say, Carrie, we should have done this a long time ago. I was like, well, that's okay. And their house sold like really quick simply by making some simple changes. So you listen, you are, you, this is the life of an entrepreneur. Um, and I, did, I should have said this at the beginning, Biz, you need to be able to create a quick business plan. I'll add that to a swipe up, should you incorporate? And then um, you'd have to have the ability, ability to manage money. Those are some basic things you need. In addition to knowing how to compose a letter, stop sending these emails that are one sentence. Now, do not send me a three paragraph email. I, I missed something. And you're going to be like, Carrie, what are you talking about? It's guaranteed. Bullet point the email for me. I just know it's just we have a lot going on. But make sure in the subject lines you say what it is. And then write down your systems. Write down your systems. So when you bring someone on to work on your team, the system is built out. You can have your videos, you can have your training. That is why, um, I mean, and I get like, I wish I could sit, like one day I'm gonna just say, I'm available all day, call me. Just call me and just see how the agents do and how many calls I get. It's a lot to be like a help desk. If I answer the phone every time an agent called, I would never get any work done. And sometimes I feel like I never get any work done because if, um, and, and, and my agents don't always know because I don't share, but I have, I've gotten code of ethics citations, not necessarily, I got one for me like three years ago, but, um, and then I, I've gotten them for other agents and that changes my whole day. Cause now I got to contact the agent and now I need to tell you what you need to write out. And, you know, as a managing broker, your day is changed just like that. And then, or, you know, you might have an agent that gets into a car accident. Like, what does that mean? And by the way, as an entrepreneur, you need to know all the risks you take when you leave the house. So I'm going to tell you my opinion, take it or leave it. Don't put a magnet on your car and don't wrap your car as a real estate agent. Because you run into somebody, you're getting sued. They're, they're going to know you're a real estate agent and they think every real estate agent is living large. That's my opinion, take it or leave it. 
So here my, I'm gonna run through these, then we'll do Q&A. So uh, you're running a business, you gotta run a business. Um, you need a business plan, should you incorporate? Do you know how um, to do admin work? Who is responsible for the record keeping? Remember, you and the brokerage. And you know, if you didn't hear the story, you're gonna have to come back and hear the replay. Um, are you organized? If you're not organized, get someone to help you once a week to get back organized. Um, you must know license law. Ignorance is not bliss. Just because you pass the test doesn't mean you still you, you don't need to know it. Um, you have to have a get up, get dressed and get out the door attitude. You got to get up and go. Can you work without a paycheck? Can you focus without a paycheck? Do you have self-confidence? Some of you, you know, you need a pill for self-confidence. And if you don't have self-confidence, team up with someone that does and learn. Yeah, learn. Oh, and the other thing, as a real estate agent, um, if you want to learn, go volunteer to help an agent for free. And then if they offer you money, say thank you, and you can take it. But some of you need to realize that you, we always think we need a paycheck. Some of you might need to go sit some open houses. Uh, you need to learn how to problem solve. You have to learn how to ask the right questions. Even if the, you don't know the right question, you got to keep asking the questions till you get to the right question. You have to be a connector. Um, I am someone, I got to really think about this. I, you know, I let people ride my coattail because there are some people that have brought me along for the ride and I am a contributor. So when I say connector, when we talk about mentors, coach and the help desk, I am someone, if you want to get to where I am faster than how I got there, I don't want to feel used. The moment I feel used, you'll know because something will change. The moment I feel used, something will change. But if you want to get to where I am, or if you want to do something I do, I'm, you know, I'm happy to, you know, connect you with the right people. I am a true connector. I can put you in front of someone that you can't get into as, um, to, in front of today because no one knows who you are, right? I want to go where everyone knows my name. It did not happen for me overnight. But I can connect you with the right people. But the moment I feel used, I'm out. Because we've seen it even in women's council. People will come and get involved in women's council, meet some people, run for 30 under 30, win, and then leave. Don't do that. Don't do that. Right? It's like your girlfriends, you're out. Um, what, what, oh, you're singing the song? I, could, I bet, I bet. There is enough business for everyone. Today is the first, you know, um, so there's enough business for everyone. So choose who you want to be and the kind of business you want to do. Um, you have to know, so back to the admin, you have to know how to compose a letter. You have to know how to follow up. You have to have follow through, through skills and you have to have the ability to manage money. I'll make sure you work with a tax preparer and a, an accountant, a bookkeeper, or take a class. If you're like, Harry, I can't afford a bookkeeper, Google it. Google it. I use QuickBooks. I think every real estate agent should use some form of accounting software because you will need it. If your accountant will love you. And I did not use it, but I am savvy with a, with a spreadsheet. Now we, we now I use QuickBooks, but I am quick with a spreadsheet. Can you even use a spreadsheet? I got a lot of classes I could teach all of you. So thanks for joining me. I am Carrie Little. And if you are listening to the podcast, join me on YouTube and join me on Instagram and on Clubhouse and follow me on Amazon on carrylittle.live.